This is Shifting Our Schools, episode 168, Making Learning Transparent. Shifting Our Schools happens with small, significant steps forward. This week, Jeff Utick is back to tour us through a way to keep taking those steps with another free Shifting Schools resource. Before you listen, we want to remind you that this episode has a ready-to-use meeting map, so you can use this episode with your team. Be sure to find the link in our show notes. Okay, educators, ready to dig in, unlearn, and prepare to spark the next shift at your school? Then let's kick off this episode. Well, welcome back to another episode of Shifting Our Schools. I'm your host, Jeff Udick. I hope this episode finds you safe and healthy. This is the final episode in our series on small, significant shifts for stronger social-emotional learning. The past five episodes have pulled from resources in our free guide by that same name, Small Significant Shifts for Stronger SEL. If you're just joining us, you don't have to start at the beginning, but if you want to, the first episode in that series is episode 163, and the free guide is available at shiftingschools.com. You can find it under the resource tab. In this series, we've talked about learning from mistakes, building community in the classroom, explicitly teaching students to advocate for themselves, and more. Today, we will explore the power of making collaborative learning transparent. What do I mean by that? Well, for any of you who have ever been partnered with others on a project, think about that experience and reflect on the following questions. Number one. What structures or support were in place for you to be able to seek out thought partners on your project team? Number two, what frameworks helped you calibrate your working pace? And number three, what prompted others to come and seek out your perspective? When I talk about making collaborative learning transparent, that's what I'm talking about, setting up scaffolding that helps all learners network and learn from one another. The resource from the free guide that correlates with this theme is our Kanban templates. If you've never used the Kanban method before, essentially it is a system that helps a team visualize where each other are at on a given project. It often has the following columns, a to-do column, in-progress column, testing column, and done column. If students were co-authoring a podcast script, they might divide and conquer a to-do list. Some students might be researching online, others might be interviewing other students, others might be writing to the local library as part of the to-do. When each member of the team has updated their progress, they update the Kanban board so they know where each other is at. What does this do for teams? Well, the first thing that might come to mind is accountability. And yes, this is great for each member to stay accountable to their team's goals. But in my experience, the truly big win by using this system is that it starts conversations during the collaborative process. One of the biggest pitfalls for students working on a team is that we don't intentionally make time and space for regular check-ins. I've made this mistake as a teacher, and the stakes are high when we don't help teach the skills and structures of collaboration, students end up seeing collaboration as an obstacle for learning when we want them to see it as a catalyst. 
I even have a few teacher parent friends who've adopted this method for their household set of chores. Why? They tell me it creates a better sense of how their kids can jump in and help out when they have extra time. And it also models to them how much is involved in keeping the house clean, the fridge stocked, and the family taken care of. For me, when my team uses the Kanban method, it also helps us make sure we really think through our priorities first. When you co-author a to-do list, you get the collaborative wisdom of others. For young learners, this is huge. Even for an essay asking students to all share their to-do starting place, this will look different for student to student. And when we invite them to learn from one another different starting places, they gain new entry points into that task. I think one of the most overlooked questions we need to remind students to ask each other more regularly is this, how do you get started? When I was a young learner, whenever I had a research assignment, I didn't always know how to get started. And you know what? When that first step is cloudy, motivation drops. I had no idea how much time my classmates spent on their research or how they went about doing it. That's a barrier for learning. The more we can make the learning process transparent, the more welcoming that process becomes. I've talked a lot in this series about sports metaphors. Here's why I think they work for our educational context. Athletes are so used to the idea of slowing down their technique. As a baseball player, my hitting coach would have me take hundreds of practice swings, and these were without a pitcher, sometimes without a bat, sometimes with one. My hitting coach wanted me to be able to memorize the motion and really understand the exact position of my elbow to feel the proper pivot of your back foot. We need to give students learning to collaborate more opportunities to slow down and isolate the moves needed inside of collaborative teams. When we do this right, we have lessened the anxiety about working together. We help students build their confidence and we help build a sense of belonging. So head over to shiftingschools.com, click on the resource tab and check out our free guide, Small Significant Steps for Stronger SEL and explore our Kanban templates alongside the other five resources. If you decide to use the Kanban method in your home, I want to hear about it. Send me a voice memo and we will share it on an upcoming podcast. You can send a voice memo at info at shiftingschools.com. As we wrap up this series on SEL, I wanted to let you know that I am co-facilitating a very special series called Shifting Strategies. It is a blended learning professional development opportunity, meaning the majority of the work is asynchronous on your own with a supportive community. Then we'll get together via Zoom and chat and what we call bruise with you sessions. Those are my favorite part. You can learn more about that opportunity under our on offer tab at shiftingschools.com or by heading over to the show notes. For the next few weeks, we have a special deal on our Shifting Strategies course. It's our summer sale where you can purchase it at a two-for-one discount, allowing you to bring a colleague along the learning journey with you. This offer is time-sensitive, so if you are curious, please do check it out. Again, that's shiftingschools.com under the On Offer tab. For those of you who need STEM clock hours, this course is a great way to get six hours through the state of Washington, or through the certification of your state. If you have any questions about that, you can drop us an email through info at shiftingschools.com. I hope you have enjoyed this series on SEL, and we'd love to know more about what you think about these mini-series. 
Want more of them, less of them? Are they worth your time? Feel free to let us know your thoughts and how we can support you at info at shiftingschools.com. If you have found our free resources and these podcasts helpful, we'd appreciate it if you could leave a review for us on your favorite podcast app. For better or for worse, it's how search engines rank podcasts, so those reviews mean a lot to us and allow us to be found by new listeners. I hope you're enjoying your summer, and until next time, I'll see you on the network. Thank you for being a part of the hashtag Shifting Schools community. We love when listeners like you weigh in, so head over to our show notes to find ways to share your thoughts. Have a request for a future episode? Jeff and his team love supporting you with the content you need. Shifting Our Schools podcast is a proud production of the Shifting Schools team. Looking for a longer interactive conversation about the ideas shared in this session? Contact us at info at shiftingschools.com to find out about our workshops.